Today, you are listening to Think Again Christian, where pop culture and Christian traditions collide with biblical truth. Sponsored by Rainier Christian Schools. And now your host, pastor of Ravensdale Bible Church and superintendent of Rainier Christian Schools, Tony Jamie. Rethinking and re-examining concepts, ideas, traditions, and challenging your beliefs from American pop culture and your Christian denominational circles. How? Well, by the renewing of your mind through God's Word and open radio conversation. Have you ever seen the bumper sticker that, that has several different religious signs that spell out coexist? Have you seen that driving around? You know, maybe you're at the stoplight. Well, first of all, I don't, I don't even understand the concept of like putting a, a bumper sticker on your car, you know, especially when, you know, it, it just so painfully exhibits like, you know, for all the public to know, you know, either how ignorant you are or silly or mean, you know, or angry, right? It's like so many people are driving around with, you know, these angry stickers. Um, anyways, the, the coexist bumper sticker frustrates me. Uh, on so many other levels. And, and as a Christian, it frustrates me because it, it's really so just misleading and, and really it, it's very dangerous. I mean, we're, we, we are talking about spiritual life and death and we're talking about uh, an eternal life and death. And, and so that becomes a, a very serious issue. And, you know, the, the, Look, the the bumper sticker, it's very clever. I mean, it's really clever. And, you know, who thought of using all the symbols to arrange it in a way that it actually spelled a word out? Um, hey, I'm, I, I tip my hat to him. But, you know, the, the symbols that are used are used, you know, primarily of other faiths. Um, you know, it begins with the C. The C in coexist is is represented by the, the crescent moon and the star symbol, which really was a, a representation of Diana. Uh, a Greek moon goddess of ancient times, and, and the worship of sun, moon, and the sky gods. And, and this was adopted later on by, by Islam. And, and, and so the, the O then in coexist is represented by the, the internationally recognized peace sign. You know, we're all familiar with the, you know, the, the peace symbol. And, and, and again, the, this, the symbol you know, really torments me, especially in the lineup with the other symbols. Since, I mean, you know, anybody who knows anything knows that there's no peace between Islam and Judaism. When when has there ever been peace, especially in the Middle East? Well, the E in coexist is represented by combining the male and female symbols, you know, showing that there's equality and peace between you know, the male and female sexes. Now, I didn't realize that we were really at war. I, mean, I know we tease a lot, you know, men are from Mars, you know, women are from Venus or vice versa or however that goes. Uh, but I didn't realize we were really at war or at odds that, you know, we needed to kind of, I mean, we marry each other for Pete's sakes. I, I think we, we like each other. Um, the X in coexist is represented by the, the Jewish star of David. Um, and, and so this is, a, a again, a very familiar um, symbol for, for most. The I in coexist is, is now represented by a, a pagan or a Wiccan pinnacle atop the letter, you know, I. And, and, and again, it, it's very interesting because now you're taking some, some big religious organizations or groups, you know, uh, Muslims and 
Jews and, and and then now you go into just kind of male and female differences and now you're going into pagan or or, or witch witchery. Um that that seems diametrically opposed. The S in coexist is represented by the, the Taoist symbol of, of the yin and the yang. You know, and the yin and the yang represents two opposite but but kind of complementary forces found in nature. Um, and again, this is just very confusing ideology because, you know, when you're talking about it, kind of a, the philosophical concept of the yin and the yang that actually does work together, um, well, this is different than two opposing religions that, that really talk about uh, going about things very, very differently. The T in the, in the coexist symbol is represented, obviously, by the Christian cross. So the, the symbol of uniqueness of, of salvation, then, uh, by a sacrificial atonement, is now supposed to coexist with everything. So, so the, the God who, who came down from heaven, died on the cross to save us from our sins, is supposed to equate with, with pagan witchcraft? Very, very odd. I, I mean, at best, this is just very confusing. And, and at worst, it really is, is, a, is, a, is a lie. These ideologies can't exist. Now, we can live next door to somebody and, you know, um, not be at war with them. But as far as the ideas of, of living out your faith or your belief system in, in an equal congruent way, well, that's, that's just not realistic. I mean, by definition, uh, these views oppose each other. It, it, it's like the ideas of, you know, playing sports in a sporting event where, where both sides win. You know, there's no losers. Well, all these different roads lead to different paths. Uh, they, they, they don't cross-connect. This concept of interfaith tolerance, then, is becoming more and more promoted, unfortunately, by, by people of faith, uh, which is very misguided. And, and, you know, most recently, there's a commercial that Amazon is airing that promoted uh, their next-day delivery service. And, and it was primarily during the Christmas season, but it's really caught fire and, and you know, you, we see it more and more. And I watched the several the commercial several times before I became more and more and more agitated by it. Um, in the commercial, these two British clergymen are sharing tea and very good nature conversation. One is a Muslim imam and the other is a Protestant vicar, although he looks like he's Catholic. The, the music is perfectly chosen, warm and gentle. And by the end of their tea, they're patting each other on the back and they're smiling and hugging as they depart. Well, a few seconds outside of the door, each kind of contemplating their conversation, their love and their friendship for, for their buddy, uh, go to the Amazon and, and click on the next day delivery gift. And so the climax of the commercials when the two men open their, their packages only to discover that they have unwittingly purchased the same exact gift. You see that they're in such harmony and such unity that even though they're leaders of completely different faiths, they really are more alike than we thought. How? Well, they like each other. They both have achy knees. And so they bought each other prayer knee pads, which seems all so very sweet. You know, we see now both men going into their respective churches and praying. Isn't that great? Of course, they're praying to completely different gods for 
for two completely opposing views and somehow this is charming and heartwarming and even through its complete irony. It really is a, a brilliant piece of propaganda. I mean, you know, go YouTube it um, if, if you haven't seen it. The, the problem is it's a complete lie. And it's a complete lie propagated by two men of faith. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I love, you know, I would, I would love the idea of there being peace in the world and, you know, and even, even you know, friendship with, with you know, different countries and, and, and faiths. But the bottom line is the, the coexist bumper sticker of religions is based on ideologies that conflict with one another. They give you a different path to heaven. They give you a different path to life. It's like going to Ikea and, you know, getting one of those bookshelves and, and you open it up and it's got the instructions for, you know, a completely different system of making, you know, the Amish bookmaking system, you know, and it's not going to work. You're, you're not going to be able to put the thing together. You know, by, by the way, the men in the commercial are actually real clergymen. Um, and I, I was, when I was doing some research, I went on a YouTube and actually found them in a 30 minute Q and a that they did. And, um, you know, I soon discovered that these men were, were, you know, and I'm trying to be gracious here, but horrible representatives of their own faith. Um, I'm familiar with what, what, you know, Muslims teach and I've read the Quran and I'm familiar with Protestantism and I've been to seminary and neither one of these men really represent their faiths accurately. They've kind of created their own versions, you know, to, to live within Great Britain. Well, the most important part then of the Christian faith really becomes the Bible. The, the Bible is what tells us who God is, not tradition, not your feelings. The Bible explains how salvation works, and not, not even the pastor. When the pastor ex- explains it, he should be using the Bible. The Bible documents the death of Christ, not history books. As a pastor, I'm not guessing or giving my personal views. My job is to repeat what God's Word says. And there's so many questions that I'm not capable of answering, like who made the world and what happens after we die, but I have the answers that God gave me from His Word. Where on earth would you want to hear my opinion? So, so I take the truth that it can be confirmed in, in the Bible scientifically, geographically, archaeologically, prophetically, historically, and that gives me then the confidence to trust the Bible in what it says about things spiritually that I can't see, or even things historically that were way before documented history. When I listened to the interview of the two clergymen, I was amazed how they both created their own versions of Islamic Christianity. Just, just, just listen to some of their statements. We have different beliefs, but we're all together as one. Really? Yes, there are divisions between individuals, but not God's people. After all, we're human first. So they just put humans in front of God. Both stated that their religions don't tell each other what is right and wrong. It's up to individual choice. That's exactly what the Bible tells you what's right and wrong. Um, God reveals himself differently to different societies in different ways. Really. Um, If you look at some of the more uh, opposing views that we have, which you'll find within those countries like India, is you'll still see strong Catholicism, strong Judaism, strong Christianity, and strong uh, Muslims. So he's not really revealing himself differently. They say both books, the Quran and the Bible, are holy and both are God's word. 
Well, then God's the author of the extreme and ultimate confusion. Uh, th- these two books give completely different uh, outlines and how to live spiritually. Just go to the Middle East. Just witness and observe how, how, how Jews and Christians and Muslims get along. They both celebrate Christmas because Christmas is just about peace. Really? I thought it was about the, the birth of Emmanuel, God with us, the, the Son of God. I, I thought it was the beginning of, of this, this plan for God to redeem his people through Jesus Christ, not just about peace. That, that's a song. That's a jingle. And then more, they say more important than the external power, which they mean as God, is getting along together. So again, peace is more important than, than God. Well, at the Master's University, I was always trained to ask, hey, give me a scripture. Give me a verse. And in each of these statements, I could give you a verse to refute um, the vicar's statement. So, so we can pick between the vicar or God, not between Tony, but between God's word. My favorite is when these, these faiths try to include Jesus as, as like the common bond. Of course, their Jesus is completely different from our Jesus. I mean, just look at Jehovah's Witness. Jesus is a God, one of many. A Mormon's Jesus is the devil's brother. Islam's Jesus, Jesus is he's just a prophet. A Christian's Jesus is this is part of the triune Godhead. Um, these are completely different views. And so when we come back, we'll talk more about the idea of coexisting. Since their small beginnings in 1963, the ministry of Rainier Christian Schools has been dedicated to educating and developing each of their students for the glory of God. And it's more than just a school. Rainier Christian Schools is actually an entire school district, with three schools serving the areas of Kent, Auburn, Covington, Renton, and Maple Valley. The Christ-centered environment weaves God's truth through everything they do, from top-notch academics all the way through their competitive sports programs. Learn more at RainierCSD.org or call 425-255-7273. That's 425-255-7273. Contact Rainier Christian Schools today. Welcome back. You're listening to Think Again Christian, sponsored by Rainier Christian Schools. And now your host, Tony Jamie. Today we're talking about the difference between coexisting with all religions and philosophical ideologies and really the idea of exclusivity. Because either we coexist by changing our belief systems and just kind of mixing it all together in a big old giant pot of soup, or, or these ideas are exclusive, and they are unique, and, and you must pick one. I mean, wouldn't it be awesome if, if we could just ask God, instead of listening to, you know, two jokers on a TV commercials or, you know, a radio show host— we could just say, well, what does God say about coexisting with other faiths? When the two clergymen were asked about their differences, they both stated they don't focus on the differences. Instead, they only focus on the similarities. Well, this is always going to come down to kind of that universal statement, God is love. Well, what does that mean? It's kind of like that broken clock theory. Well, you know what? We're just going to focus on, on, on the two times of the day when the clock is right. All the other times it's wrong. But you know what? God does speak. 
And he does speak on the subject through his scriptures over and over and over again. And a, a quick survey of the Bible reveals that God is and has been and has always been very exclusive. The idea of coexisting with the Egyptians and the Canaanites um, was never an option. In fact, the word holy means by definition separate, to, to separate from, from the others. Israel was to be separate from all other religions, not race, not nationality, ideology. It wasn't a racial issue. It was a spiritual issue. This is why intermarriage was forbidden. I mean, if this wasn't the case, then why don't we see in the Bible a, a, a blueprint of evangelistic missionary dating and marrying in order to unite, in order to coexist? But that is not what we see. What we see is to be very, very exclusive, to marry within your own culture for spiritual reasons, for biblical reasons. Was there any way to worship God other than through his word and his sacrificial system in the Old Testament? No, it was exclusive. It was, it was one way. The, the first words my, my children have heard at birth, all of them, have come from, from my lips. And they, they come from a paraphrase of Deuteronomy 6. And it was, the, the Lord our God is one, and besides him there is no other. Now, these aren't my words or my opinion or my tradition or my denominational view or my American culture. This is what God states in Deuteronomy 6, 13 through 19. He says, fear the Lord your God, serve him only, and take your oaths in his name. Do not follow other gods, the gods of the people around you. For the Lord your God who is among you is a jealous God, and his anger will burn against you, and he will destroy you from the face of the land. Very Soft, touchy-feely stuff. Do not put the Lord your God to the test. Be sure to keep the commandments of the Lord your God and the stipulations and the decrees he has given you. Do what is right and good in the Lord's sight so that you it may go well with you and you may go in and take over the good land the Lord promised on, on an oath to your ancestors. Thrusting out all your enemies before you as the Lord said. See, I did this because it was a, a symbolic way to consecrate my children to the one true, exclusive Yahweh, God of Israel, God of the Old Testament, God of the Bible. Um, how could you follow this decree and then go and worship Pharaoh as a god? How, how, could, you, how could Israel follow all the gods and the Baals of the Canaanites? I mean, have you ever read the Old Testament? I mean, all it does is chronicle Israel's battles with foreign nations and, and, and the foreign nations' gods. It wasn't that the, the Bible is against those people. Again, throughout the Old Testament, we see Gentiles included in the family of faith when they convert, when they leave, when, when, when Rahab rejects essentially her tribe, her nation, her countrymen to do what? To exclusively not coexist, but choose the God of Israel. Look, kings are, are judged in the Bible on their spiritual ability to exclusively worship Yahweh and remove the foreign gods and idols. The judges were used to punish the Israelites for what? For coexisting for intermarriage relationships. 
for interfaith movements. Uh, the, the Almighty gives strict commands to be separate, to be exclusive, not coexist. And again, let me be very clear. This doesn't mean we're at, we're at war with our neighbors, right? We, we live by them. We're in the world, right? But we're not of the world. We don't adopt. We don't coexist with their ideas and their philosophies. In, in the YouTube interview, the, the vicar, vicar of, of, of the commercial proudly talks about how his school celebrates all religious festivals. Now, think about that. You're going to send your kid off to a, a private Christian school. And, and as a spiritual leader of Rainer Christian Schools, it's my job to make sure that we hold doctrinal Christian distinctives. I couldn't imagine promoting all the other religious ceremonies. Um, and, and, and presenting them as though they're just as equally sacred, valid, and true as our Christian beliefs. I mean, can you imagine the confusion that that would cause? I mean, as it is, our students are already struggling with the difference between interdenominational, uh, you know, ideas versus interfaith ideas. Uh, and those aren't the same thing. They're totally different things, different faiths and, and different types of Christianity or Protestantisms. Um, are, are, are different issues. Well, like the Israelites, we spend a great deal of time teaching our faith from, from our holy book. It's not our desire to be countercultural, antagonistic towards others, and, and definitely not offensive. But make no mistake, our biblical beliefs will cause divisions, and they will offend non-Christians especially as the Bible demands exclusivity and demands us to do things according to the Scriptures. You don't get to pick your morality. Our high view of Christ means that Christmas is not about peace. It's about celebrating the birth of Emmanuel, God with us. Unto us a Savior is born to take away this, our sins. Jesus was then born to die. There was only one way to the Father, and that was through this child, that this son, the, the, the Christ, is born. This is one of the amazing things about the Christmas season is in the hymns and in the story, it really does do a great job of presenting the point and the purpose of Jesus and Christianity. If you just reduce it down to Christmas is about peace, oh, and I just say Christmas is about, you know, Frosty the Snowman. I mean, what's the difference? So we try to remind our students, especially at Rainer Christian, that all roads don't lead to heaven. Remember, there is a hell. There is a devil. By definition, that means not all people are going to go down the same track and end up in the same place. All roads don't lead to heaven. And again, that's not Tony's position or even Rainer Christian's view. That's what the Bible teaches. John 14, 6, again, says there's only one way to the Father. There, there was only one way escape, one way of escape from the flood, and that was on the doors of the ark. There was only one way to escape the night of Passover, and that was to put blood across your, your, your door front. There was only one way to follow God throughout the whole Old Testament, through the sacrificial system. We don't get to invent our own religion. That's the point. And all these other different religions are just different ways of creating your own belief system, whether it's pagan, uh, Wiccan, or, or Mormonism, or, or Jehovah's Witness, or 
or Islam. Think of it this way. Unity, peace, interconnect, and coexist. These, these are all postmodern ways of saying all-inclusive and polytheistic. Christianity has always been monotheistic. So we're not looking for a fight, and we're not looking to hate to hate Muslims or Mormons or Jehovah's Witnesses. No, in fact, we want to be winsome, but we want to be right. We want to be accurate. We want to be on the right team. You don't get to just wear all the jerseys, you know, the 49ers and the Hawks hat and Hawks, you know, a different team. No, you've got to pick one. It's important that we have the right ingredients um, to to end up with the right product at the end. Yes, we we like flour and sugar and, and, you know, all those things, but you know what? We, we can make bread, we can make cakes, we can make all kinds of different things. See, the law of contradiction states that two opposing views can't both be right. That means that two neighboring tribes can't subscribe to love thy neighbor and eat thy neighbor and live in peace. And this was a real situation. Just ask missionary Sir David Livingston in Africa. Opposing ideologies like communism, capitalism have failed because they can't coexist. A clever saying is, if you don't stand for something, then you'll fall for anything. It's sad that so many are willing to fall and join anything in an attempt to coexist. But a clear cornerstone of Christianity is exclusivity. So think again, Christian, before you embrace interfaith unions. You've been listening to Think Again Christian, sponsored by Rainier Christian Schools and Tony Jamie. Rainier Christian Schools serves preschool through high school with three locations in the Renton, Maple Valley, Covington, Kent, and Auburn areas. For more information about Rainier Christian Schools, www.rainiercsd.org or call 425-255-7273.